This is a Round Startups interview podcast and I'm your host Atul Jha. In this episode, I interviewed Gaurav Bhattacharya, Vice President Metrics Partners India. Gaurav is an engineering graduate from IIT Mumbai. He also holds MBA degree from IIM Ahmedabad with distinction. Gaurav worked in equity strategy at UBS and in banking, insurance and pharma sectors while he stayed at McKinsey. At Matrix, Gaurav is excited about partnering with high-quality entrepreneurs in the rapidly evolving mobile internet universe. Let's hear more from the man himself. Thanks, Gaurav. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How hectic your day has been so far? Uh, started at five in the morning. I took a six-thirty a.m. flight into Bangalore, uh, and I'll be doing meetings ever since. So, very hectic actually. Were you not stuck in the traffic because of that whole puja? You know, actually, I, I got uh, no traffic at all on the way to Bangalore, which is a pleasant surprise. Uh, and I was an hour early for my first meeting, uh, which happened to be in Bangalore. So, how is like typical day like? So, uh, I'd say typical days uh, probably starts at about seven uh, in the morning. Uh, a whole bunch of emails and calls. Um, get in. I'd say an average of three or four meetings at least in a day. Um, do some portfolio work, do some meet some new companies. Probably wraps up by eight or thirty nine. And do you exercise and all? Uh, try to, uh, especially on the weekends. Uh, you know, maybe go for a run or, or you know, go for a game of basketball with people. Um, it's hard on weekends. So how how hectic your overall three and a half years with Matrix Partner has been so far? Right? Sure. So um, so I think the the thing about um, let's say working at a VC fund right is that uh, there is no limit to work, right? Because there's uh, it's a very entrepreneurial sort of role, right? You know, although we're people who help entrepreneurs, um, there's no limit, right? So so no one is going to tell you. This is what you need to do. This much is enough, right? Because um, it's a very open-ended role. Make investments, work with investments, make them successful. Right? There's no limit to how successful or not successful an investment can be. Right? Um, in terms of ours, you know, I used to be a consultant before this, uh, and I thought I worked very hard. Uh, I'd say I probably work twice as hard here than I do over there. Um, so it's quite hectic, and it gets even more hectic because. Um, as your portfolio grows, um, you know you have several companies that you are engaging with almost on a daily basis, um, and you are engaging with them on very unstructured requests. And right? every company has different needs and very different needs across different points of time. What was one of the, I would say, like the craziest suggestion someone came and asked you for for his or her company? Um, in terms of portfolio, yes. Um, I think a whole bunch of them, right? I think. Uh, you know, without going into names, people will ask uh, um, for you know to, to help place um, people that they're dating, relatives, so on and so forth. Right? Um, and honestly, I don't you don't really mind that. Right? It's always um, good to help people. It's a nice feeling to have founders turn to you not just for work related requests, but also requests of a personal nature right? because that means you build a relationship with them. Yeah, absolutely. And you are also a Bombay boy, if I'm correct. Right. Um, grew up there, uh, lived there for all but two years. What do you like about Bombay? Um, everything. 
uh, I think the so I'll tell you the, the important thing that I like about Mumbai um, is given that I went to school there and I grew up there. Um, my friends have been living the same distance from my house for about fifteen or twenty years, so, and I don't think I can get that sort of ecosystem anywhere else. Really. And uh, how does it like the whole Indian market is now like the whole startup ecosystem in India? We keep hearing about yes. all. Like I've stopped reading actually because yes. I don't. So yes. what is your take? Like what's going on? So I think there are two things that have happened in India. Um, I think one is that there is a overall macro secular trend towards tech. That's what tech is not going to die in India because there's massive infrastructure build out that's happening. Right? I mean, there are operators that are investing a bunch of money. We know the smartphone figures. You know, we know data consumption and so on and so forth. Obviously, at an overall level, people's incomes are going up. Right. So, so overall, if you take a five year view. Uh, we are very well placed. Um, I think you know there has obviously been some talk about let's say asset prices going a certain direction, um, and I think what we'll see short term in the next twelve to eighteen months is people actually building real businesses right? instead of just focusing on um, sort of metrics where that don't really make business sense. You know, people are actually focused on gross margins, net margins, and so on. Has it ever happened to you that you guys funded a company and then they are back to you again with next round of funding where they have pivoted from their previous idea? Um. So, it hasn't happened so far across my investments because you know obviously my portfolio is fairly young, um, so the vintage is not, uh, you know, not not that old. Um, it's obviously happened with you know with a few of our older investments. I think that's part of life. Um, sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we get it right in the first shot, and sometimes you need to take another shot at it. That's just life. So tell us more about metrics partners. Like I, I know they're like one of the VC firms out here in India. Sure. Tell us more. Sure. So, um, so we're a fairly old franchise. Um, so you know we were one of the original sort of um, VC franchises in um, in the US, uh, and I think uh, at some point in in two thousand five and two thousand six. Uh, Matrix US was actually the one of the first US funds um, to venture to other geographies, right? So, two thousand six we set up a China fund and an India fund. Um, globally, we had about three billion dollars of assets under management. Um, in India, that's about three thousand crores. That's the India fund. Uh, now the way that Matrix uh, India works, which is slightly different from some of the other um, sort of global funds, is that um, all the country funds are independent. Right, which means that Matrix India is majority owned by the India companies, right? Which means that all investment decisions are made in India. Right? So we're um, a team of about twelve or thirteen uh, on the investment side of things. We have two offices, one in Bangalore. Um, at this point, we do almost exclusively tech, which is a lot of consumer tech as well as some SaaS and enterprise. Um, and we're a Series A fund. That's what we like to be. So the sweet spot is the Series A round. Uh, we do selective sort of seeds and. Series B. So, what's the ticket size for Series A? Um, I'd say the sweet spot is a three to five million dollar Series A. Right? So, you know, we might do a few of a million, million type seats. Might do, might go slightly higher for Series B. Sweet spot is three to five million dollar Series A. And and it's basically consumer technology and technology. So it's a lot of consumer tech. Uh, it is some SaaS and some enterprise B two B. How do you see the whole software as a service market out here in India? So, um, it's interesting because I don't think the India market is deep enough to create really large companies in this sort of time. Uh, 
at the same time i think with the level of talent in india uh, we're slowly getting to the stage where we're building out world class products right? uh, but the reality is the bridge that a lot of saas companies need to make um, is how do they get a sales engine going in other geographies like the us right uh, and it's hard to do uh, you know you can do it online but often a lot of modules because of ticket size and economics and require feet on street sales in the us as well um, which is why i've seen either companies shift almost completely to the us after building a product in india or at least have a significant presence in terms of founding team coming to sales yes what will be your uh, say three advice to someone who's just got a very small amount of funding and wants to build something consumer tech so i think the first thing is to um, align with with investors you know both sort of potential investors as well as the kind of investors and what what milestones they are looking at right uh, often very good to get advice on what investors are looking to fund and what metrics they look at um, i think the second thing is that with consumer tech you just focus on on making consumers happy and make sure consumers use your product right? uh, and if you can show evidence of that Um, I don't think the problem. Uh, I hope for you making consumers happy is not by giving thirty three percent discount on. Yeah, I think uh, you know consumers are happiest when they're getting something for free. Unfortunately, you can't. And the money is going from VC's pocket. Correct. Unfortunately, you can't give it. Uh, you know, you can't keep doing that forever. I think the world is recognize that at least uh, you know over the last six to twelve months. And I think they're just focus on building real business at this point of time, and not just. These days, I'm especially seeing you know a lot of Indian VCs tweeting about the portfolio companies, and I mean yes. instead of giving a gyan, which which right. is my term, it's more like cheerleading. What's right. your take on that? Because I have followed you on Twitter, and like right. more I see is about your Arsenal. Correct. Yeah. So look, my Twitter account is uh, is personal. Uh, I don't think I use it for uh, tweeting anything about work. Um, I think it's you know honestly I think it's a question of maturity of the ecosystem. Um, I mean, we as an ecosystem are still fairly young. We're not uh, at the US level. Uh, we are maturing, uh, and as we mature, you'll see more sort of thought pieces and and investors sharing their insight on social media. Um, at this point in time, we're early, so it's mostly you know, portfolio news and funding news. Uh, it will come, I guess, over the next few years. What what advice you will have for the startup enthusiast or all these guys you know freshly coming out of college or while being in college, thinking of making another billion dollar company like Facebook? I think the only advice is to two pieces of advice: a startup, uh, b come meetups. <laughs> so uh, if always happy to help whatever you can. So what's the best way to reach Gaurav then? Ah. Uh, Twitter is effective. Otherwise, uh, you should just drop me an email. My email is on the website and everywhere, and, uh, and and you'll see that we're fairly uh, fairly responsive. Okay, let's get back to your life. Yeah. Have you had like ups and downs in your life where you had certain success in certain thing and then failures? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, success and failure have uh, always come in waves, and uh, I think it's many different waves of so. You know, I think at an overall level, I'm still very far away from being quite successful in life. Uh, but there are obviously many ups and downs. What's your definition of success? Um, I'd say, um, 
having a clean conscience and knowing that both you know personally and professionally I've done the best I can and there's no uh, nothing more that I could have done after that it's honestly it's out of my hands are you happy now um that's an interesting question um i think it's a there's there's a lot of work i need to put in um over the next few years both both personally as well as professionally uh, i think i think happiness is a is a slightly scale um so so what kind of food do you like so i really like um Asian food, so I like I like Chinese. I I really like uh, Japanese food because it's uh, very clean flavors and uh, and very light. I mean, for me, it's more like a tasteless food. I don't know. Yeah. So you know, uh, I guess I just love that food. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, uh, what what are you seeing? There are so many technology events happening in India every day. Yes. Is it of any use? So, um, yeah, I would like to generalize. <laughs> uh, I think there are there are a bunch of events that are very useful. Uh, I think there are. So you know, honestly, it, it depends. Um, you know, from what kind of uh, background you look at the events, right? So there are some events that are useful for an investor uh, to perhaps go and network with other investors. Um, there are events that are useful for people who are starting up to go and learn from people who. to build large companies or a domain experts right uh, i think the one thing where that possibly not useful for investor is uh, i don't really use them to source new deals right so uh, if you're looking to connect with investors um, there are probably more efficient ways in doing it which is just reaching out to do you think we are in a bubble or or do you think you have other venture capitalist firms out here in india who are basically you know after uh, their portfolio companies or the companies they are investing in with 2x 3x 4x liquidity preferences which in the end you know results into higher valuation of company yeah, so um so to be honest i have not come across um at least either in our investments or um Where we deal with other investors, um, you know, liquidity preferences going up to three x. I think, uh, I think we're we're quite fair in our terms. Um, so I don't think that's an issue. I don't think the bubble is necessarily being created because people are asking for multiples on their liquidity preference. Um, in terms of the overall question of we're in a bubble or are we not, um, I don't think we are anymore because I think people are uh, realizing that we're building good businesses. and with so many layoffs happening in recent days so i think it's a um the reality is that a bunch of companies have raised money in the last 12 months right um and generally raising money is a milestone for a company and generally what happens with raising money is that even the company management and investors take a very hard look at the business model right and and they try to see if you know there are changes that need to be made Uh, you know, take it to the next level. Right? So, you know, without going into specifics, I think the reality is a lot of companies have decided to start focusing on core functions of their business and expanding that. Um, in which case, you know, there are decisions to discontinue sort of non-core functions. Since you've been 
here for like almost three and half years yes. and uh, you've been doing advice like most of your time you have spent is on advising yes uh, what will be your advice to someone who's just built a product with no vc funding yes but wants to go to the market um the advice would be to just to go to the market and see what people are saying right what um, mediums you think will work for him like word to mouth and so honestly it's a um it really depends right i mean you have tried 20 or 30 different channels right you can do social media uh, if you have a little bit of money you can try sort of visual marketing go to friends and family go offline go to channels um you know, honestly just whatever works have you have you came across with uh, any company or founders whose way of marketing you really liked the way they went to the market and you know got a lot of users to the product yeah i mean uh, so we have a, you know we have a portfolio company called uh, daily hunt uh, you know which which used to be news hunt which is a news product um and i think uh, yeah that's the one indian product that i've seen that has truly gone viral right? i mean um at one stage they were acquiring users and several billions of users in a month um for you know maybe 2 or 3 rupees they use right um, and that's the best example of product market fit that i've seen for an indian company right? which um honestly i've seen for saying you know acquiring users for that uh, i think what they did really well uh, was that they just crack one super use case which is that um indians don't really have very good data networks and very high informs but they want to read news on their phones in the local language and so what they focused on was how to deliver that news in the lightest possible fashion so that's that's what they thought what's your take on this whole hyper local which has just come up now like you have veg vegetable delivery and laundry service like your take on this like so um i think it's a real need uh, which is that you know consumers are going towards convenience and are starting to you know pave that convenience um i think the challenge is how do you not uh, how do you make sure that you build a real business out of it uh, where there's enough um, let's say margin structure in the business to to build a real business out of it um, as opposed to just giving away stuff for free i think the other challenge is uh, is actual differentiation so um, it has to be something that consumers want to use um, even after you stop spending on acquisition for example right? so uh, i think those are two challenges tell me about the five apps you use on your mobile that i use the most sure um, i use i use ola um, i use tiny help uh, if you can scroll to the For the phone, obviously, I use you know social social networking apps like Twitter and and WhatsApp very very frequently. Uh, and I use a couple of news apps. Uh, Coming to WhatsApp, what's your take on WhatsApp? Do you think it has just revolutionized the overall communication? I mean, I, I don't think I'm I'm worthy enough to sort of pass judgment on WhatsApp. I think it's a I think it's a complete wormhole uh, in in many different ways. They almost killed the whole market for SMS at least in India. um yeah i don't think it's almost <laughs> i think it's uh, they will kill the market customers i think messaging apps in general will uh, will kill the customers perfect we are almost end of our show 
and and thus what I'll do is now we are here at a take five round where I'm going to give you two choices and you have to select yeah. one of it and you have to speak why. Sure. Uh, I think I already have an answer for the first one, which is Delhi or Bangalore. Um, Delhi or Bangalore? I actually, uh, I prefer Bangalore because I like the weather and it's only uh, a one and a half hour flight from Bombay. So it's easier to get to. Arsenal or Liverpool? Um, Arsenal, I've been a fan uh, since I was 10 or 11 years old. Um, at this point, I don't think I'll switch. Durga Puja or Mahashivratri? Uh, so culturally, as I'm Bengali, I think Durga Puja is something that's important and uh, something I identify with. Rock music or blues? Uh, listen to a lot of classic rock, especially 70s and 80s. I think that's, uh, that's my choice. Stout or uh, wheat beer? Uh, I like lighter beers, so definitely uh, wheat beer. Thanks, Gaurav. Thanks for your time. You've been very kind. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Your suggestion will be a great help to me. Send me your feedbacks to my email atul at the rate startups.com or alternatively via Twitter at around startups underscore. Let me repeat it's at around startups underscore. I'm not done yet. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud as Around Startups. So, what are you waiting for? Go follow us on all the social media channels and give us all your feedbacks.